We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Of The Athletic, former Cavs beat writer, now NBA national writer, Joe Varden joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Joe, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you. Um... Do you think it's weird that LeBron breaks the scoring record earlier this week, takes uh, several days off, plops up, pops up the Super Bowl, and now we puts a, puts a crown on his head. Put a, puts a crown on his head, and now we're going to see whether he can play tonight in Portland. I mean, sure, it's it's off-putting behavior unless he's really hurt. Um, you know, I think what got lost in everything that happened last Tuesday was he left the end of that game and it was i mean the game was the issue was still in doubt um he had tweaked the ankle and i spent two weeks with them leading up to him breaking the record and was there you know post game every time and 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 he spends i don't know i don't even know how many minutes getting a deep tissue massage of that left foot and ankle uh after every game so you know, at the time, everybody close to him was very much downplaying this. Like, he's fine. It's no big deal. He's fine. Um, but now, I mean, you, you do ask some questions about, well, how hurt is he? Because, you know, we have no reason not to believe him. I mean, he, he has stated time and again how important it is for him to continue to win. And the Lakers are on the verge of, of singing. And and these are games they have to have, and and he's he's not out there. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I think for his sake and, and for the Lakers' sake, I, I I hope that he's okay. But but I um he he hasn't been one to just take games off like some of these other guys that we've seen in the league, and and so I, I think there's some reason for concern here. Yeah, I mean, so you, you don't anticipate him playing tonight, then I, I guess. No, he's out. I oh, mean, he's already been ruled. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that, make, that no, makes a lot okay. of sense. Sorry about that. Yeah. 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 So, what what do you think the Lakers will be? I mean, like this season. Obviously, LeBron's injury matters, but I mean, they did make some trades and they're trying to make a run at this thing. Yeah, I, that's not. I mean, they looked pretty good the other night with Anthony Davis and with with the new guys that they brought in. You know, against the Warriors without Steph, and I just think. Having been around that team, um, Russell Westbrook and the Lakers were no longer going to be a thing. Uh, they Neither side was very comfortable. And Pat Beverly wasn't very happy either, and both of them are gone now. And so, you know, it does remind me, um, in a way, of what happened here in 2018. As you guys remember, the Cavs were like fourth or fifth in the East, I think fifth. 
but they were trending downward and everybody was unhappy. And so Kobe in his first year as GM, he traded half the team at the deadline and the guys they brought in were good enough and clicked enough. Um, LeBron snapped out of it enough to kind of get everything together. And they, and they made one more finals run. So with the Lakers, like let's assume that LeBron's all right. Um, and he can play relatively soon. This team, the, these new parts that they brought in, I, I think they're good enough to, to make this, the Lakers a much better team. But they're 13th in the West. So they have teams that they have to climb over just to make the play-in, just to get there. And then, I mean, I, I, would, I would suggest that getting all the way to seven or eight, where you only have to win once to get out of the play-in, is even an even taller task. So, you know, they're not even guaranteed to make it to get to the plan, and then they would have have to do some work to get out. Um, and a lot of that depends on LeBron, but also like you know, you just have to say like for all the changes they made, which are positive, you don't know if if it will be enough to erase a full season of, of misfortune and, and disappointment. Joe, when you were here as the LeBron reporter, did did yeah. you think much about him um, breaking this record? And and how, if you did, how likely did you think it was that just some what eight years later, six years later, however long it was, that that LeBron would would be able to break this record that has stood for uh, you know almost forty years? Well, first of all, I thought you were going to ask me if I remember when I was the LeBron reporter here. If I remember when he flew to the Ohio State National Championship game uh, after having taken two weeks off, and I do remember that, and I was very nervous about it at the time. I'm like, listen, you know, he hasn't played in two weeks, and and we all had a we had a practice, I think, in Phoenix, and then he hopped on his private jet, flew down to Dallas for the game, and then flew back to Phoenix overnight and played for the first time in two weeks, and that just kind of reminds you when you, when you reach that certain status and that kind of earning power and all that, all that stuff that you can do those kinds of things. So I learned not to be concerned about his personal travel uh, on off days. So I, I did bat an eyelash that he was at the Super Bowl last night. Um, when it comes to these records, I do remember standing around in the locker room and I can't remember what it was. I think maybe he went over 25,000 points. And I think, when that happened, that's when you first started to really talk about this, like, okay, he's never hurt and he's already at 25,000 points. Like barring something that, that hasn't happened to him yet, he has a chance at this thing. And, and I think the thing that I never stopped to realize is that when he was done playing, that he was not only going to be the leading scorer in NBA history, that he was also going to be second in assists. Um, that's a very real possibility. And I think especially as he gets older and, you know, whether Kyrie goes to the Lakers next year or whatever the case may be, like if he starts to defer, which at some point that will happen, his assists are going to jump. And um, I, I really do think that he's going to catch Jason Kidd and, and uh, Chris Paul and, and, and become second all time. So, I mean, just an outrageous, outrageous career uh, from top to bottom. Joe, does Kyrie going to Dallas make them a contender for a championship? I don't think so. I mean, it makes them better, Dustin, but I, I just uh, they don't they don't defend and they're not very deep. So you know, the other night 
in, in Luca and Kyrie's first game together, the, the Mavericks scored 128. And I think Luca was darn near a triple double and Kyrie was right there. And one of them had 28 and the other one had 27. And they were running a two man weave at one point and they still lost, you know, like you score 127 or eight points and still lose. And I, I think that's going to be an issue. Um, I, I I like that team and I don't mind the move because they just felt like they, well, it was clear they did not address any of their shortcomings in free agency over last summer. And they, they didn't think that they had improved from the team that got to the Western conference finals and couldn't, and couldn't make a dent against the Warriors. So, you know, you try this, you pair two superstars together, you get the ball out of Luca's hands, which they think would be a good thing, give him a little bit of a break. And I suppose, if you want to entertain this, in the event that Luca wants to go somewhere else, um, you'll have Kyrie presumably under contract uh, for the next four years if they want to offer him a max. Um, if not, I, I do think he would end up in L.A., but that's another discussion. So I think that's why Dallas did this. Um, does it make him a contender? I mean, it's hard to say that with the way Phoenix looks now, how good Denver's been all year, the Warriors, if they ever get right. Um, so it's, 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 it's tough over there, and, and you wonder if those two absolute offensive juggernauts can be enough to overcome the things that they still don't do well. Joe Varden of The Athletic on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, in one year's time, will Kyrie still be a Dallas Maverick? I, I think that if they if they offer him, you know, the full five years and two hundred whatever, two seven, it's, it's some astronomical number. I, I think he's I think he is looking for that bag. I do. Um, I do not think that he would prioritize reuniting with LeBron at, at somewhat of a discount over uh, the kind of money that, that a, a good team like Dallas can offer him. Um, but if they don't, if, they, if for whatever reason this doesn't go well or Luca's unhappy with them, whatever the case is, and they don't offer, offer him that, then you look at the teams, the other teams that can offer Kyrie the max, and they're all, for the most part, they are all rebuilding. They're in various stages of rebuilding. And so when you're in that kind of situation as an organization, you, A, don't want to be doling out that giant contract uh, to an older player anyway, and then, B, don't want to bring someone in who um, presents some of the off-court and sometimes on-court challenges that Kyrie has shown to present over the last five years. So, you know, if you rule out all of them and something doesn't work out with Dallas, well, then what? And that's when you start to talk about – something in the neighborhood of 30 plus million, which is still a big number and, and, and going where he apparently has wanted to go for the last couple of years, which is Los Angeles. Joe, Danny green, making his triumphant return to Cleveland where he was uh, initially drafted way back when. And uh, you know, Cavs obviously didn't really make any moves at the deadline, but now they had Danny green. What does this mean for the Cavs? Does it mean anything for the Cavs? Well, I'm glad you said it that way, Dustin. Um, because Danny Green uh, has a ring. He's 35 years old. He is a consummate pro, as far as I can tell. And I've spent a, a pretty good deal of time around him with all of the time I spent with the Lakers in general and then in the bubble specifically. And then, and then I had seen the, the Sixers quite a bit over the, the last two years coming into this one. 
So you really like him. And as, as far as the Cavs go, I mean, they had an open roster spot. Of course you want to use it. Of course you want it to be a vet. Um, so you, you, you do this. And, and he's going to come in and he's going to be a positive influence. But he's coming off an ACL. He is 35 years old. And he is, um, he, he is a streaky shooter, especially in the playoffs. So, I, like, I don't know that he – I don't know what he's going to be able to do here. Like, he, he may come in um, and, and, and show that he, he can still move and, 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 you know, I mean, he gets hot. And then they have that shooter off the bench that they never had before. But I don't think that, that Cavs fans should plan on that. I, I think that they um, should, should expect him to be more locker room, more influence for now. And then if he um, shows to be up to par physically, then that's an interesting discussion. I mean, the Cavs are the best defensive team in the league. Um, Isaac Okoro has finally broken through, and and I think we need to credit JB and his staff to have not one but two young players in in Isaac Okoro and Evan Mobley obviously improving during the year. Um, Evan did not come to, 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 to camp better than last season. But he's better now. So that's a credit to JB and his staff. And then Okoro was struggling to be on the floor uh, for, for a long time. And then, you know, he has basically lifted them out of their, their doldrums. So, so, you know, Isaac is going to start. And so then you ask yourself, well, where is Danny's minutes going to come from? I mean, is he going to take them from Rubio? No. Harris Levert? I mean, maybe, but it's hard to say that. Dean Wade is bigger. Um, so you don't think, and so then it, is it, is it Jetty? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Can he move better than Jetty? Uh, we'll see. And, and does he, does he get his shot back? So, you know, it's a good signing. There's no reason to be upset about it. it. It's something to feel good about. But then when you start trying to apply it in terms of expectations, I would, I would temper that um, because, you know, the, the Cavs feel pretty comfortable with, with the, rotation that they have and 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 you don't know where Danny is at this point in his career Joe with the Cavs one game back off Philadelphia they got the Spurs tonight and then the Sixers on Wednesday in Philly there's a chance they could be top three team in the east by the end of this week or by Thursday morning um what what should be the expectations because it's, it's getting pretty tough to not be sky high well, our boy Tristan Thompson uh, on the ESPN show uh, last hour just said the Cavs are going to the conference, the conference finals, which, um, I mean, that means you beat Boston uh, in a seven-game series as the road team. That's pretty good if, if things shake out that way. Um, I, I would not go there. I do think that, that, uh, that Brooklyn, with what happened there, I think that solidifies the Cavs as a top-four team. So I feel like you want to expect them to win a first-round series. But, you know, I, I, would, I would urge caution. I would remind all that the Cavs were at a very high place in the standings at the All-Star break last year and then had a very unfortunate end of the year. Um, they seem deeper. They seem older and more mature to avoid that this time. But we need to see it. We need to make sure they avoid that. We need to make sure – that Donovan Mitchell is a difference maker and, and sort of prevents some of that um, and then and, and on down the line. So, 
you know, I like them making the playoffs for sure. No, no play in. Um, I prefer that they're a top four team. I think that that, I think that, that if you want to say it should happen, fine. I think I'm still in the could happen phase. Um, and then if they make it as a top four team, then yeah, you got to win a series. That's, that, that's how it goes. But, um, let's get there first. Let's, let's get through these, these last two months. You know, there's, um, the six game winning streak helps. Um, I think that's put them on a different trajectory for sure. Um, they don't have a ton of road games left and they're not a great road team. So things are trending upwards, but let's, let's make sure that they correct what hurt them last year, which was a post all-star break swoon. Follow this man on the Twitter machine at Joe Varden. Joe, uh, great stuff as always, buddy. Really do appreciate your time. Oh, it was great. Great talking to you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks Joe. so much. Joe Varden there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.